Welcome back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner, where I'm your host, Jessica, serving up honesty, transparency, and an open invitation to keep it real, raw, and uncut. While a marketer by profession, I understand the need of genuine interaction. So as I would position your brand for greatness, it's my goal that this podcast positions my listeners to soar beyond the limitations placed on their lives, honestly take a look in the mirror of self-reflection, and journey through the process of redevelopment as I continue to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy. So today I want to have a conversation about something that I have observed and something that has become very true for my life. Sis, bro, auntie, granny, mama, cousin, associates, spectators, please understand this grind is personal. It has nothing to do with you or anything that you've attempted to do. Your plan has not been successful, we will still win as you watch us undoubtedly assuming that we'll fail every time and we win again and again. And you begin to ask yourself, why? Why are they able to thrive? Why are they able to succeed? Why is it that every time a stumbling block comes into their path, they are able to hop over it into the next trial without dropping a sweat? It's because this grind is personal. There is so much motivation around us that it's so easy to simply just drown it out as a constant noise. Especially considering that we are in the era of social media where desensitization is something that can happen without intention. Just constantly being exposed to certain content or certain topics and always hearing it on repeat and always having people scream into the mountaintops. At some point, we assume that we already know what they're going to say. We already know what points they're going to make. We already know the moral of the story and we're not interested or that's not the path that we choose to take and we move along. But. I find that it's always easy to be inspired, but it is so difficult to remain motivated. Like, to be honest with you, in a lot of things that I've started throughout this quarantine process, I won't say that I have not had the tenacity to finish it. I just think that I do everything in phases. So I might have started and I might have made some major strides and then I kind of took a pause or I retreated Or maybe I regressed and then I had to check myself and then make some adjustments and move forward. But let's really think about this. One of the major things that we see people encouraging and discussing all the time is entrepreneurship. I'm going to talk about myself for a minute. Um, I did start in Jessica's Corner as a holistic brand. It is no longer just my podcast. It is also my marketing and branding firm. Now, I'll be honest with you guys. Is something that I've been considering in the background. Um, I will say that unfortunately I don't push it as much as I can, but I am someone that has worked in marketing a professional setting and I want to be able to assist small businesses in defining and nurturing their brand in ways that can influence their success, 
expand their reach of their brand. And overall, I just want them to be successful. I have no intention of helping larger brands because I work for larger brands and I just kind of feel like um, small brands is just something that I want to give my attention to right now. However, um, I go through phases and these phases happen because I know how much attention and dedication that certain tasks will require. Like I have a task on my desk right now to do something for the brand and I know that it's going to take some time. And I think I've pretty much decided that, you know, in the next couple of weeks, work will get slower and I can use that time to be productive um, and work on my brand while I'm working on their brand too. Um, and I'm, I mean, you know, whatever, but the problem that I have in that balance is the realistic nature of working a nine to five and also starting a business. It's not something that's that simple as social media makes it seem. It makes it look like, oh my gosh, they do, they do their own branding while they're working. Sometimes it's easy to do that on a slower day. But if I'm in meetings back to back, I have no ability to really give my brand the attention that it deserves. And because I just started this job, you know, I want to make sure I have my best foot forward. And I struggle with the balance because when I get off, I don't want to do anything marketing or work related. But I will say is the success of achieving the request that a customer has asked of you is the thing that keeps you going. It's the thing that keeps you inspired. And to be honest with you, um, I've seen a lot of businesses pop up and I know one of the things that my business, uh, one of the flaws of my business is that I don't have a website, but hold on, bro. And sisters come in. I know I just wanted to put myself out there because a website doesn't stop me from doing the work, but hold tight. It's coming, bro and sis. Now, what I will say is that we can take it a step further and we can start talking about professional development. Um, I know that a lot of us want to grow professionally. And I think the struggle with that is knowing whether you should chase that dream internally with your current business or maybe start looking at certifications or other ways to strengthen your craft. And for me, I found that starting this business externally for myself is where I can strengthen that craft because it allows me to interact with the versatile base of individuals that have a variety of needs and that will then allow me to be extremely flexible as a marketer. Um, let's take it further than that. Let's start talking about ourselves, self-development. Social media is overhauled with a lot of self-development content right now because I do feel like the quarantine has definitely shed light on the idea that we need to make sure that we are fine. We need to make sure that we are okay. I think it has magnified our flaws and I think it has also encouraged this great effort to take strides to be better for yourself, if not for anybody else. The one thing that marriage has taught me is that in order for me to be a great wife, a great friend, a great sister, a great daughter, and just a great person in general, I have to be a great Jessica. And sometimes in order for you to be great in other facets of life, you have to be great to yourself. I've done a lot of reading. And so reading for me is about perspective. It's not about some self-help book that's going to help me solve all my problems in like I don't know what 30 days or less, however long it takes me to read this book. It's more about my thought process. It's more about 
broadening my horizons to different ideals, different concepts, understanding what makes other people tick so that it can influence my interactions with people and even also make sure that I project myself in a way that communicates the certain kinds of characteristics that I want people to receive or perceive of me. Now let's take it further than that. Like spiritual growth is one of those things that I am so glad I dived into that in the most recent couple of months. If you follow me on social media, then you know that I've joined my friends and her family um, with a weekly Bible study. So disclaimer, I actually grew up never going to Bible study. I know this is going to sound strange. And I grew up in the church like my grandmother was the president of the pastor's aid board, honey, um, missionary, this, all of that. So I was always at church, but we never went to Bible study. And so I remember like I started going to Bible study in like high school and I enjoyed it, but it just was one of those things that like after leaving and going to college and then moving on my own, I didn't keep it up. And so to be honest with you, um, I did a little bit of like Bible reading with a friend, which was great and I enjoyed it. And so this Bible study expands that for me. And the greatest thing about this is understanding that like, yes, while these stories have biblical context, the moral, the lesson and the journey of just consistently reading and really diving into these stories that we heard as a kid, but maybe we didn't really absorb it the right way and understanding like the implications of that in our day-to-day life, how it applies, how it can influence how we move forward. And even sometimes to make you think about like, how grateful are you? What motivates your consistency to strengthen your relationship with Christ? Or how have you been of assistance to someone else in your community that may need you? Or how can you be of a positive influence? How can you, you know, influence somebody the right way? And so it's just so encouraging and so inspiring to grow in that way. And to be honest with you, like, that's probably one of the facets of my life that I feel like has helped in every other um, area of my existence at this point, just because I made that one decision beyond that mental stability is something that I see wavering for a lot of people. I know that times are tough right now and I know it's very difficult to just really sit back and, you know, take in what's going on, appreciate the process, understand that God has you covered and know that this is only temporary. That's not always the easiest thing to really accept when you're going through that. And to be honest with you, the lack of interaction with like friends and family is something that's definitely getting to me. I just, I greatly miss, and I, at this point, I guess, realize how much I took for granted, like just being able to like go to a family member's house for a weekend and have a great time you know, the holidays are coming. And so like all the gatherings that we would have around Christmas time, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of like, wow, I guess we won't have those. And then even Christmas being at my house, which has always been small, but I mean, just thinking about all the other events that will lead up to that and how they probably won't happen this time is it's kind of like a earth shattering thing for some people. Now I've been able to come to grips with it, but I just think that like our mental capacity is the thing that we really have to make sure we put a lot of effort because just the nature of quarantine can just get to you and just be too much. And you just want to go back to your normal life and you're tired of this and you know, the COVID-19 fatigue that they speak about. And sometimes that you don't know what people are dealing with at home, or maybe those interactions with people is what's keeping them sane. And you know, 
and I don't mind is the devil's workshop. Like we get to thinking about things and we start to fantasizing about what if this becomes our reality for the rest of our lives. And then we turn into pessimists that struggle with just being able to see the bright side of the situation or realizing that we're further along than we were in the beginning. I don't know. Um, that's the one thing that like, I try to make sure I check on everybody that means something to me. Um, and then some people, you know, I don't do a great job of staying in contact, but I do at least, if I'm not checking on you directly, I promise you, I'm checking on you through somebody that communicates with you on a frequent basis. Cause I just want to make sure people are okay. Like, I don't want people to feel like no one cares about them because they're alone, because the circumstances of what's going on is why it's like that. Never to assume that just because I'm not seeing you doesn't mean I don't care about you. You know what I mean? Um, now I'll say a big one for me was physical fitness. After losing my job, that became my biggest thing that kept me going. And to be honest with you, before losing my job, um, to cope with the stress from work, I was definitely doing a lot of working out just to be able to have something else to focus on. Um, I was losing weight and I was putting a little bit more effort into eating right. And so it was something that gave me a reason to give my attention to something that wasn't a responsibility, but something I enjoyed. Um, I will say that like everybody's grind with physical fitness is always personal. They're seeking, looking better, feeling better or doing better. And, you know, we all have to like, look at that from the lens of what motivates that person. Um, sometimes people will be motivated because of other people. And so that was the other reason why I was doing that. I was able to keep a lot of other people motivated and I appreciated it. And I didn't even think people really paid me any attention on social media, but that particular effort let me know that I had a level of influence that I could use to my advantage. Um, and then I went forward beyond that and started pursuing, you know, influencer opportunities that I felt like would position me properly. Um, I want to be a platform that encourages, motivates, and inspires. And I can only do those things if I actually do it myself in my real life. And so the perspective of who Jessica is, if I don't portray it to you that way, then you will never be motivated, inspired, or encouraged to do anything different than what you're doing right now. Beyond that, the biggest thing that I feel like um, I'm an advocate for it's self-love. That's the one thing I didn't struggle with this entire time. I have always loved myself. Thank God for being raised in an environment that encompassed so much um, of the value of self-love and why you are nothing short of amazing 100% of the time, regardless of circumstances. Um, that was something that like I appreciate so much because if I didn't have that, I think I would struggle in professional development and self-development and spiritual growth and mental stability and even physical fitness. If self-love didn't exist, all those other things would be major struggles for me. Beyond that, in, in self-love, I'll combine maturity. I have grown up so much in the year of 2020 and not to say that I was an immature individual, but just to say that like, I some of the stuff that I gave my energy to some of the stuff that I gave my attention to some of the things that I valued, just some of the things that I even aspired to be are no longer because of this experience. And I'm grateful for that because otherwise I'd still be in that very immature state of mind. Now, 
when you begin to put effort into this personal grind, you'll begin to understand the power of your own efforts. I don't think I realized that until I really started to make sure that like my effort, like I increased the level of effort that I put towards everything and I started to see the fruits of my labor a little bit more. Beyond that, I had to realize that I have to use my voice to make a positive difference. Now, that's not always in some situation where there's some level of um, inequality, but for me, it was definitely physical fitness and staying committed and staying motivated and staying on the journey and understanding it won't be easy and being transparent, which are the things that I, I live by. And I aspire to be literally the thoughts that you think of me when you see me pop up on your social media account, or when you listen to a new episode of my podcast beyond that, like understand that, We need to educate ourselves to ensure we're making logical and educated decisions. I feel like a lot of the time we do some crazy things because we don't have direction. And sometimes we're reacting based on what we've seen on social media, never to do any research and understand why we're doing things. I have become very curious about the why with people. I want to understand why you reacted the way you did. I want to understand why you took that course of action. I want to understand why you feel that way, why you think that way. I'm always looking for the the why because it, it tells me the influence. It tells me what had the biggest impact on you. It tells me what you valued. It tells me so much more about you. And then if I come to the conclusion that I have a certain perspective about you, it's both logical and educated. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Beyond that, the biggest thing that I want you to get from this is to remember that the hustle is sold separately. You could buy the blueprint for the plan, but execution is fueled by your own drive. Y'all, you can watch people start something major and reach success so quickly. And you could literally document the blueprint of every step that they took. If you don't have that same level of hustle, it won't happen. And that's like a hard lesson that I had to learn. The hustle is sold separately. And it's going to require you to put forth a lot of effort and drive that you might not even be prepared for. And if you're not prepared for it, then you have to pray that God will instill that in you so you can keep it moving. What you want, you must work for. And it will never come easy to you. It'll be easier to quit than push through every time. And then pushing through might seem like a fight sometimes, but you're willing to fight when that when that female is dealing with your nigga or you're willing to fight when somebody cuts you off in traffic or you're willing to fight Karen when she disrespects your black skin and your melanin in the store. So make sure you're ready to fight for your success the same way. The results will be well worth the wait. And the weight will always build character. So your character will build strength and endurance for any sense of a grind to come. I promise that this experience right now is strengthening your grind for that level up that's going to come after you achieve this first level of success. The pathway to success is a staircase to an amazing experience of opportunities, of slip ups, of trials, of struggles, of even some battles. But I promise you with God on your side, you win every time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And of course, come back for the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me.